0: This week, I wanted to have a look at a common mistake many brands make when they bring their brand and pack design onto the shelf. So it's less a look at a specific piece of packaging and more a comment on a particular format. Many products, when they're stacked on the supermarket shelves, are placed in shelf-ready packaging or SRPs as we lovingly know them in the trade. A common issue we find is that these SRPs are not designed in sympathy with the pack design. As I've mentioned previously, packaging has three roles. It has to protect the product inside, it has to showcase how it meets a specific consumer need and it needs to be appealing enough to grab the consumer's attention. SRPs have a similar role to the primary packaging and one of the main issues constantly to crop up is created by the first point that I mentioned. SRPs are there to contain multiple packs, protect the content and allow supermarket shelf stackers to replace chunks of products quickly and easily. These SRPs are often created by manufacturers directly, so you can understand the focus on the protecting the product aspect that I mentioned previously. Nobody wants the product spilling out before they get to the supermarket shelf. But the problem with letting the manufacturer lead the design of shelf ready packaging is the need to protect the product is often prioritized at the expense of the brand. You've probably been there stood at a supermarket looking at a shelf and you've had to lift the product out of the SRP in order to see what it is or what it does as often much of the information on the pack is hidden behind the lip of the SRP. This can sometimes mean that even though the client has spent a vast amount of the budget creating an enticing and appealing pack, this is somewhat diminished when it actually gets on shelf. Now, there are two solutions here, and which one you go down invariably depends on budget. Ask a client to increase the cost of goods, and you'll often get much sucking of air through teeth and shaking of heads, completely understandable. But then why would you spend thousands on a brand redesign and not look at the SRP as part of this design? Brands are created as design systems and all of the consumer touch points need to work equally well. The second is what I often refer to as turning a negative into a positive. If you end up with a large lip on the front of your SRP and are completely covering the product packaging, then maybe this gives you a fantastic big canvas that would otherwise go to waste. If you suddenly have a big billboard available for you at the fixture then why not flip this with brand messaging or at the very least an impactful brand logo that lists you out from the competition. But what about if you have the limitation of a small area on the front lip of the SRP? Clearly, and in many instances, the most obvious and simple solution is a large logo in order to create impact. However, SRPs often have restrictions, such as the limitation on amount of colors that you can use. So it's not always easy to translate logos that may have two, three, four colors onto the SRP itself. Where your primary pack may be a beautiful six color print, you may only have two colors available for the SRP. So what then? One thing we've started doing at the agency is to say, don't try and replicate the logo on the front face of the SLP, as invariably the logo is gonna be executed much better and a lot larger on the actual packs. So why not use this space to introduce a call to action or a single-minded brand statement, something to really grab attention and showcase why your product meets their needs best. You may then find that rather than have a variety of different SRPs for each flavour, you could simplify things down even more and have one SRP with a big bold brand statement across all SKUs. That's a much better way of grabbing attention and owning the shelf. Remember, a brand is not just your pack design, it's the entire ecosystem that accommodates the pack. Limitations in available colours shouldn't mean limitations in creativity. There's always a way to turn a negative into a positive. Well, that's it. That's a wrap, as they say. I hope you found it informative. If it adds value, then please do subscribe. I'm Al, owner and creative director of Slice Design. You can follow me on my LinkedIn page, which is linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Alan Gilberty or you can follow us on our company website which is slicedesign.co.uk so until next time have a fantastic week and keep well